Welcome to the Salty Carmel podcast from Our Lady of Mount Carmel. This is a brand new podcast where we are going to spread evangelization stories to the ends of the earth from normal parishioners like yourselves. I'm David Cook, the stewardship director from Our Lady of Mount Carmel, and my co-host is the unforgettable Jody Curtis. Our guest today is Jeannie Fletcher. Jeannie has been a member of Our Lady since 2005. She graduated from Our Lady of Mount Carmel School in 2015 and then Gearing Catholic in 2019. She's currently a nursing major freshman at Purdue and an active member of St. Thomas Aquinas Parish in West Lafayette. Many of you may also recognize Jeannie as being Tim Fletcher's daughter, Tim, who is the assistant principal at the Our Lady Schools. How Thank you, doing, you for Jeannie? joining us, Jeannie. Thank you for having me. I'm doing well. Well, good. In a, just a few sentences, what was your life like before Christ? And if you never really had a before Christ, given your Catholic upbringing, can you just talk about it, your time before you consciously said yes to Christ? Well, I am a cradle Catholic, so I've grown up around the faith. Um, my uncle is a priest, so we constantly had Catholic upbringing prevalent. But I would say that in seventh and eighth grade is really when I grasped my faith. So I'll talk more about before that, I guess, when I quote unquote didn't have Christ. <laughs> uh, before that, I was just like going through the motions. I did school, played sports, said a couple prayers here and there, but then I finally grasped onto it my seventh and eighth grade year with the religion class at Our Lady Mount Carmel. And that kind of changed my whole process of looking at life differently, I guess. So before that point, I was just kind of going through the motions. Yeah. Do you think at that time in your life was part of that just maturity? Or do you think something maybe hit you a little bit during those seventh and eighth grade classes that had you grasp Jesus think, a little bit more? Yeah, I think definitely maturity sense that was a part of it. Um, but I also had Sister Sophia, who is not at Our Lady Mount Carmel anymore, but she was when I was there. And the way that she taught religion at Our Lady really changed how I had had religion in the classes before. I had had other sisters for my religion classes in the prior grades, but I think the maturity level and the way that she was presenting the material, maybe I could grasp it better than I had before. And so that was kind of a point in my life where I figured out discernment was important. Yeah. So I kind of went from there and figured out that from what she was teaching and from my thought process that what I did mattered and it wasn't just by chance. And so that was the point where I figured out I should start discerning what I'm supposed to do because <laughs> it's going to come really fast. So yeah. I definitely grasped and with that discernment process, learned how to trust more. And that's when I kind of figured out my relationship with Christ was so important. Wow. That's amazing. And so you mentioned discernment a lot. Can you speak about how discernment impacted your high school years or your college so far? Yeah. Discernment has been, I kid you not, one of the most... Second, can you, can you uh, clearly explain what discernment is for everybody? Yes. <laughs> discernment is a, the process of prayer and really reflection with God um, what you are called to do with your life. And so a lot of times vocation also goes along with the discernment process. And so vocation is simply put what the Lord has in plan for you. So 
the discernment process is the process of figuring out what that call is. So discernment in my early, early times of when I figured out discernment was the most stressful thing I've ever, I think I've ever encountered. I thought I'm very impatient when I would go into prayer and ask God what I was supposed to do. I always wanted an immediate answer. And then my impatience and not getting an answer made me really stressed. (laughs) That was like the start of my journey. And then of course, in high school, it's like teenage girl, I was surrounded at Garen by the Dominican sisters. And so my biggest stressor in high school was figuring out um, what am I doing? Am I going to be a sister? Am I going to get married? That was like my biggest stressor. And so all through high school, I was trying to figure that out. And then there was a point senior year where I was like, I don't need to know this right now. Good for you. Good for you. And Jeannie, what is your life like in Christ now? Ever changing. Being at Purdue is obviously going to be way different than my Hamilton County, Our Lady Mount Carmel, Garrett Catholic experience. And so I've transitioned into being at a 40,000 people university where nobody has the same mindset. Everybody around you is has their own priorities. I would say that really St. Tom's at Purdue has like, like kept me on path. I went to Purdue expecting it to be that way. And like the parish life was on my agenda and finding a college. So I was really excited to go there. And so Christ now in my discernment process is taking me in different directions because now I see all these people around me trying to figure out majors, trying to figure out different activities to do. So I think for me, Christ has now become more of a, um, a stake. Like you hold on to it. Like it's the one constant part of everything because around me is always changing, but then there's always that stronghold that you can go rely on. Mm-hmm. And especially in a lot of situations that college puts you in, it's, been really important for me to have that stake that I can lean on and like hold myself accountable to. Well, that's awesome. You, you're kind of alluding to it and mentioned a little bit of different mindsets of 40,000 other students there. Yeah. What are some of your other struggles or some of the struggles you've had at your time at Purdue so far and living out your Catholic faith? I think the, the thing that I didn't expect going to Purdue, you know, a lot of people are used to just like doing the sign of the cross and praying before meals. And I actually found myself sitting in the dining courts surrounded by people who aren't doing the sign of the cross. And I actually found myself like, wow, I'm like, this is intentional. It felt like more real, like an outward sign than it usually was because I've been used, I was used to having people that just did that with me. Like it was just part of the motions. And so that was one, that was like my first experience with having to outwardly display my Catholic faith. And then I would say the hardest part of displaying and like being a Catholic in a college, uh, especially huge university setting is like that, that a lot of people are very political, very, very not Catholic values. (laughs) (laughs) And so um, displaying that uh, for one is like, I don't drink alcohol. I am not going over to people's dorm rooms and spending the night. Like, I am 
outwardly making those decisions and uh, unfortunately making those decisions puts you in a minority and actually a lot of people will judge you for it and so some people will commend you for it but some people will be very judgmental about it and so that's like where I've found like I need that stronghold because it would be very easy for me to change my mind and just go into the temptations rather than stick up for my faith. But I haven't found it to be insanely difficult, but that's definitely the biggest difficulty that I've had. Yeah, well, good for you. And has your community at St. Tom's helped you through that too? Yeah, um, one of my best friends that I've made through my confirmation, teaching confirmation, um, she is probably the strongest Catholic I've ever met. And so she's one of those like almost accountability buddies Mm -hmm. that we can talk to each other about that kind of stuff. And there's plenty of people like that at St. Tom's. So going to that environment is always really refreshing. Yeah. Nice. Jeannie, how has your dad had an impact on you spiritually? My father, (laughs) (laughs) Um, he has been a part of every single academic sports faith journey in my entire life. (laughs) When we moved to Our Lady in 2005, he had taken the athletic director position. And so as I went into first grade, he was already involved in the school. He's been there to watch all of my progress. I would say that I, of my five siblings, have the strongest relationship with my dad, just because I think we have a lot of similarities. And, um, we get along really well. And so how he has dealt with situations or dealt with stress or different life challenges has been a big example for me, especially as like the oldest in the house, seeing how he leads and how he leads my siblings and leads the school has been like a really big example for me because of being the oldest. Yeah. So it's encouraged me to take a lot of leadership positions that I probably wouldn't have if I hadn't have had such a strong example from him. That's amazing. That's fantastic. So wow. thank you for sharing that. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure your mom has had nothing to do with you. <laughs> we'll mention My that. mom has other specialties that she has led me along to as well. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> man. Um, I kind of want to go back to discernment because I just like discernment. Uh, You mentioned a lot about big discernment, your vocation, your major. Do you find yourself discerning small things or not as, it's not as easily done because they're not as wide range. They're not as pressing. Yeah. So um, I would say that it's definitely harder to think about being intentional with discernment about smaller things. For example, like, planning out what your day is going to look like that's just like a simple example of like you don't really think about giving that to God and like discerning what you're supposed to do for the day but I honestly think that being at school encouraged that more because the time was truly mine and what I made of it Mm -hmm. and so at least in effort I'm still working on it obviously but my efforts have been towards working on seeing everything throughout the day as like what God has encouraged and intended and so that's definitely something I look to improve on is like discerning what my day should look like and um, different activities that I should do but it's 
it's important to do that. I'm just still working on it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's we all are. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I brought it up because I think everybody thinks of discernment. Like, am I gonna be married? Am I gonna be a yeah. Catholic priest, a sister? You know, like wh what's my job gonna be? But I mean, the biggest thing is exactly what you said. Your free time. You know, what does God want me to do today? I yeah. find myself. I don't. I don't give God my free time because I love watching me some Netflix and. <laughs> no, I agree. And then it's like, does God want me to do this? I don't, I never, I never ask him. So. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So Jeannie, you know, at Our Lady, we like to say we're grateful no matter what. What are you grateful for? You know what? Quarantine has encouraged me to be grateful for many different things. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think my answer before quarantine would be friendship, close family interactions, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I think what I'm most grateful for that I'm really missing right now is that connection that you have with people physically and in yeah. person and those relationships with people, and like the hugs and the bonds with people I'm so grateful for because those are the things that you can't replace. And it's apparent now that we can't replace them as we <laughs> right. at home. <laughs> Exactly. no matter how much you try exactly but I'm still grateful for them no matter where they are so it's the one thing I miss and it's something that I'm very grateful for I miss those interactions with all my friends at school and all my friends that also live around me that are a few miles away but I still can't see yeah so I'm very grateful for them well good that's awesome the title of our podcast is salted caramel it's mm -hmm. off the scripture you're the salt of the earth and, you know, the rest of that scripture is if you lose your saltiness, what's the, basically what's the point? We ask our guests, how are you keeping salty or how are you <laughs> remaining close to God? You want to give us your spiel of how you're remaining close to God during this quarantine or during this week? Yeah. So trying to keep in perspective that God does have a plan here and um, we're just in the works of it with the pandemic, <laughs> but I would like to say that salt, staying salty um, has been a big piece of trust for me and my faith at this point. Yeah, that's awesome. very nice. Thanks for sharing that with us, Jeannie, and thanks for being our guest today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Of course. All right. You well, thanks great. so much. Yeah, really excellent. Really uh -huh. excellent. All yeah. right. Well, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. David, what's our call to action this week? Well, Jody, our, our call to action this week, going off of Jeannie's story, is discernment. How are we actually discerning what God wants for our lives and our daily lives? Not just the big decisions, but how are we discerning how we spend our free time, how we communicate with our family, how we even pray to Him? So your call to action this week is to spend one morning, just one morning, and ask God exactly what he wants you to do this morning, whether it's at work, whether it's a Saturday, whether it's doing chores or working out, just ask God what he wants you to do and you'll find that you'll love it. Let's end with a prayer. God, our Father, I pray that through the Holy Spirit, I might hear the call of the new evangelization to deepen my faith, grow in confidence to proclaim the gospel and boldly witness to the saving grace of your son, Jesus Christ who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Thanks for listening today.
and stay salty.